this may be one of the most powerful spiritual teachings I've ever come across. Once again, your task is not to seek for love. Okay, I'm just going to interject here. Don't seek for love, right? If you're saying I'm looking for love, well, as the song goes, you're looking for love in all the wrong places because your task is not to seek for love. It is to remove the barriers. You are love. Love is all around you. As Bruce likes to, as Bruce Lipton likes to say, love is all around you right here, right now. Okay, so you don't have to go looking for it. It's here. But your task is to remove the barriers within yourself that you're blocking it. Welcome to the Drew Perlman Show. Think of this podcast as the antidote to the fear, the noise, and the talking heads in the news. The show features an entertaining blend of ancient wisdom, empowering ideas, and cutting-edge, healthy living science to optimize your health and your life. Okay, welcome everybody to The Drew Perlman Show. My name is Drew Perlman, and today's show is a solo cast, so it's just me. We're going to do something a little bit different. I want to focus on a very, very important, very underrated spiritual concept, and we're going to tie it back to three of the most recent episodes. And the spiritual concept is called the art of allowing, which is just, you're going to see is just so incredibly important, the art of allowing. And I wanted to start with a great quote from the Persian poet Rumi, who said, your task is not to seek for love but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. And if you think about it, this is really the essence of the art of allowing. Because when it comes to trying to manifest some goal or something that you want to bring about in your life, there's really two sides to achieving it. There is the knowing what you want part, right? Identifying what you want setting a goal, setting, um, determining some, some objective. But the other part of it is allowing it in, which is just as important. Now, the, the active part, the more active part is determining what you want. But the other side, again, is allowing it in. And this requires not so much doing as it does undoing, undoing the barriers, as Rumi talks about. Now, now, Rumi is talking about love, but you could you could replace love and put in wealth, health, relationship, whatever, that your task is not to seek it because you already, in a sense, already have it. You already are it, but it's about removing the barriers. And what are the barriers? The barriers are simply the limiting beliefs, the, the things that we've acquired over the years, maybe when we were very small, maybe it goes back generations, but something that's getting in the way that's stopping us, something that we've inherited and that is essentially blocking us. And so many people will get frustrated. They'll say, well, why can't I achieve this? You know, I know what my goal is. I'm doing all this work and yet I'm not getting there. Well, maybe it's not so much the doing part, but the undoing part, removing as Rumi says, those inner barriers. And oftentimes, this is sort of the ugly, dirty little truth is that, you know, we are the ones blocking ourselves from what we say it is that we want. And there's a there's a wonderful quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson, who said, we are very near to greatness, 
one step and we are safe. Can we not take the leap? So if you think about it for Emerson, we are very near to greatness. We're just one step away. Well, what is that final step? Greatness is me. Greatness is you. Greatness is everybody. Every single human has greatness within. It's not a cliche. It's true. But oftentimes we have to take that final step. And and the final step is really removing the inner barriers. Now, how do we remove these inner barriers, you might be thinking? And I will tell you, there are many ways. We've had people on the show talk about changing those limiting beliefs like Bruce Lipton, the great Bruce Lipton, talks about Psych K, this spiritual psychology. We also had Robin Graham talk about Psych K, and that is a very powerful technique for doing that. We had my friend Dr. Teshna talk about MTT, meridian tapping technique, as a way to change those limiting beliefs. There's hypnosis. There's many, many different ways to do it. What I wanted to talk about on the show today are some foundational changes that we can make um, and, and that, are just, that are just as important, but they're really the foundation of removing some of these inner barriers. And these completely relate to some of the recent recent episodes that we've had on the show. So the first, the first you could say technique or the first practice is really the foundation of everything, which is self-love. And I know I talk about self-love a lot. Well, why? Because, because it's really the foundation of everything. As the godmother of really self-improvement, Louise Hay once said, when I have she said, when I have a client come see me, it doesn't matter what they what they want, whether it's more health, more wealth, more love, more whatever. She says, we only work on one thing, which is loving the self, because that's the foundation of everything. And I also love how Jorge Luis Delgado, the Peruvian shaman who was on the show recently, great episode, says that self-love is really the most important contribution that we can make, uh, you know, in the world, which is a pretty, which is pretty, pretty, pretty powerful. So our own self love, and you know, it, it's it's just such a it's such a critical piece of the puzzle. And of course, recently we had, well, it's been a few months now, but we had Dr. Margaret Paul on the show, and the great thing about Dr. Margaret Paul and why I refer so many people to her is that she has given us a great process for practicing self-love because let's face it, we don't really know how to do it. I mean, the vast majority of us, you know, don't necessarily grow up in families, environments that are, that are really practicing self-love. So, and and there is a big difference. I got to say, there's a big difference between self-love and just being selfish, right? Because oftentimes I, I, I think you know, self-love and, and, and part of it is related to our, our intention because self-love is really about honoring the self, right? It's about accessing our higher self. It's honoring the self. And it is, it is truly, I find, beneficial. The, the, the sort of the, the fruit of this whole of self-love is that it benefits everyone around us, right? It's not a toxic form of selfishness. You know, I'm just going to, take care of myself and neglect everyone else. No, it's honoring myself, taking care of myself. But in a way, by doing that, the side effect is that I make everybody else, 
you know, everyone else can access that loving state as well. Everyone else can elevate along with me. So it benefits everyone around me, which is what Dr. Margaret Paul said to me at the end of our interview. She said, you know, when I asked her, you know, what's the, what's the greatest thing that parents could give their children? And she basically said, it's your self-love. It's your joy. It's accessing your joy, your self-love. And this is so, so important because it, it does influence those around us as well. So let's talk about self-love for just a moment. So for Dr. Paul, it involves number one is just taking responsibility for whatever we're feeling. So if we're feeling fear, we take responsibility for generating that feeling. If we're feeling worry, we, we can take responsibility for that. We don't start blaming others. We, we take responsibility for our anxiety, our anger, our shame, whatever it is. We take full responsibility for it, right? For generating these feelings. We, cause we are in control is what she, she wants us to, to acknowledge. And, and then the next part is to open to an intention to learn about loving ourselves. So we, we open to loving ourselves. We are able to control this. We, we can't control other people. We can't necessarily control other situations, but we can control our intention to learn about loving ourselves. Okay. What are the things? What, as Margaret Paul says, what's loving to me now? What is loving to me now? Asking that critical question. What is loving to me now? And then the next part is maybe the most important part is awakening a spiritual connection to our higher power, whatever that higher power is that we want to call our higher power. We awaken to that spiritual connection. And part of that is letting go of our burden, letting go, as Jorge says, letting it all go and maybe replacing those lower level feelings with something else, such as a greater peace, a greater love, a greater joy, as Jorge says, the Inca heart. So, and then the interesting thing about this is we practice, we practice self-love every day. We practice these steps that Dr. Paul, she says she does this every morning. I do it every day too, because the, the, whole, the whole idea here is that what we do is we, we, over time, we change the brain, right? We create those new neural pathways um, and, and we do that, but it requires daily practice, daily practice. So this is, this is very, very important. You know, Stephen Covey, the great writer of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and this completely relates to this concept of self-love, he, he, he distinguishes between our circle of concern and our circle of control. Now, most people have a really big circle of concern. And these are things that we're not in control of, right? These are things like the news. These are things like our neighbor. These are things like other people, other situations, the weather, right? We, we, we don't control these things. And what happens is most people have a really big circle of concern. We're concerned with so many things that we don't have any control over. And we have a smaller circle of control, the things we actually do control. But Covey says that what distinguishes really successful people is that they, sh they narrow, they shrink their circle of concern. They make it smaller, right? 
They don't, they don't concern themselves as much with the circle of concern because they have no control. They focus on what they can control. And, you know, this goes back to self-love. I can't control the people around me. I can't even control, you know, my family members, friends, right? I can't control them, but I can control my level of self-love, my intention to practice self-love. I can control these things. I can control taking care of myself. I can control being more patient, being more calm, being more forgiving. I can control these things. This is incredibly empowering. Okay, so this is, this is the first step to really practicing the art of allowing and removing these inner obstacles. So it begins with self-love. The second big step here is what I sometimes like to refer to as vitamin J or vitamin joy. Vitamin J. Okay, joy. You know, we, we, you know, as children, we, we, we really prioritize our joy, playing with our friends, having a great time. But as adults, we sometimes put joy to the back burner. But I want to share something really interesting. So Gandhi was once asked to describe his philosophy really in about three words. And he said, renounce and enjoy. Renounce and enjoy. So you renounce the outcome, which again, we have no control over. We can do, we, we, we do the work, right? We do the practices, but we, we can't really control the outcome. But the second part was enjoy, joy, enjoy the process, enjoy the process. Jorge Luis Delgado says that joy is the purpose of life, or, or he says the purpose of life is to enjoy it. And he refers to this enjoyment, just this, this, this joy as the Inca heart. It's really joyful for no reason. It's just joy for the sake of being alive. We are here today. Life is incredibly short. It is a gift. We're going to enjoy it. The purpose of life is to enjoy it, says Jorge. And, you know, the great Esther Hicks says, the best thing you could do for anyone that you love is to be happy. And the worst thing that you could do for anyone that you love is to be unhappy and then ask them to try to change it when there is nothing that anybody else can do that will make you happy. That is such a powerful, powerful quote, right? So the best thing you could imagine that the best gift you could give your loved ones, that you could give your friends, that you could give the people in your community. The best gift is your joy is to be happy. Well, doesn't that really change our priorities? Bethany Gagne, who was on the show recently, another recent episode, and she talks about her amazing meditation. And she also talks about the power of intention where groups of people get together and they meditate for peace, for healing in certain areas. And then she has a, stati a statistician that she works, statistician, I think I'm saying wrong, statistician that she works with and they measure the results and there, there are measurable decreases in violence and, and, and things like that after doing these intentional meditations. And the, these practices are, are, are really powerful. And she says that the people, that there's a side benefit, the people that do these meditations and, and practice this intentionality, they experience a 84% increase in happiness. So there's another way to access joy is through meditation 
and the power of intention. Intentionally focusing on, you know, what we want to bring about, intentionally focusing on gratitude, intentionally focusing on love, intentionally focusing. And there are meditations that can help you do it. Years ago, we had Roland McCready from HeartMath on the show. And I, and I do this HeartMath meditation. And this HeartMath meditation is part of Bethany's um, meditation as well. But, you know, you can practice meditations where you invoke feelings of gratitude, where you invoke feelings of appreciation. Sometimes it's enough to simply ask the question, what am I grateful for right now? Some days it's easier than others, of course, right? But by really just doing this practice, and again, on a daily, daily basis, we have to do the work. Um, but anyway, so this is another way through to by practicing these different meditations to increase our happiness. So again, number one, practice number one is self-love. Practice number two is vitamin joy, vitamin J. And then the third one, and this really has come up recently on, on the on the past episodes is what I would call selfless service. And let's talk for a moment about Hillary Boynton and the work she's doing with School of Lunch. I'm going to be attending her academy very soon. And, you know, Hillary is doing incredible work with the healing power of food and bringing it to into her own life, to her family, to her school that her kids go to, her community. And really now she's sharing it with people all over the world. And it's, so she learned about this ancestral style of cooking, this, this really powerful way of cooking. And we've had people on the show that have influenced Hillary, like Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride, like Sally Fallon, like Becky Plotner. And they're using these these old ways of of cooking, and Hillary has really utilized this, and she's she's doing it in the school, and she's doing it now at this academy where she's training people. As she says, Hillary says, you know, she's all about service. She's all about, as she says, stepping into the work and just getting started, right? Just just doing the work, and this echoes. What Jorge said about to serve is the central activity of my existence. And it echoes what Bethany is doing with her meditations and her intentionality exercises. So Bethany, Hillary, Jorge, all doing selfless service. This is another way to really allow in these higher levels of living, of feeling, of being right? We, we serve, we serve others. We serve a bigger picture, a bigger mission. So th these are, these are three biggies that I would say that we can all practice right now, self-love, vitamin joy, or just joy and service. And if I had to add two more, right? Cause I can just keep adding here the other two. And we're going to talk about these on some episodes coming up is going to be breath work, the power of breathing, proper breath work and, and nature, time in nature. Because after all, we are nature and we need time out in nature. We need time out with plants. We need time with the sun. We need, we need all these things. But breath work is a big, is a, is a huge one. And we've talked a lot about breath work on the show. So anyways, the art of allowing. Rumi knows it. 
all of the great poets, the mystics, they understand that we have to allow it in. And I'm going to read that quote from Rumi one more time as I bring the show to a close. And remember, let these words kind of wash over you because to me, they're some of the, this, this may be one of the most powerful spiritual teachings I've ever come across. Once again, your task is not to seek for love. Okay, I'm just going to interject here. Don't seek for love, right? If you're saying I'm looking for love, well, as the song goes, you're looking for love in all the wrong places because your task is not to seek for love. It is to remove the barriers. You are love. Love is all around you. As Bruce likes to, as Bruce Lipton likes to say, love is all around you right here, right now. Okay, so you don't have to go looking for it. It's here. But your task is to remove the barriers within yourself that you're blocking. Okay, so let that, let that wash over you for a bit. And again, thank you so much for listening to today's solo cast. And if you have any questions, comments, or anything, just go to the show website and please reach out to me. We'd love to hear from you. So again, thank you so much for listening today and look forward to connecting with you very soon. Thank you for listening to the Drew Perlman Show. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. In the words of Mark Twain, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than the things you did do. So throw off the bow lines, sail away from the safe harbor, and catch the trade winds in your sails. Explore, dream, discover, and stay well, everyone.